Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, this is the Chris Evans Show with Cinch, who don't just offer great quality cars, but also great quality service with a dedicated customer service team available seven days a week. Plus, there's a Cinch app, as if cinch.co.uk isn't enough. You can browse thousands of cars with the app, filter your searches, and buy your next car in just a few taps. The app is on Google Play and App Store. You can search, shop, and pay for your next car all in the Cinch app. It's so easy, it couldn't be easier. And of course, you get all the same benefits like free home delivery and a 14-day money-back guarantee no questions asked other than where would you like the money sending back try it out download the cinch app today welcome to the show vassos is here and sinead's here hello coming up kirsty gallagher's gonna be here tell us about kirsty please vassos we love kirsty gallagher we love her because she's positive and she's smiley and she's kind and just generally ace Mm. we love her because of her yoga but i think mostly we love her because she is our conduit between us here on planet earth and that up there the moon and we're particularly speaking to her today Mm -hmm. because tonight at 7 32 p.m it's a cancer full moon uh no new New moon moon. best best for her to describe the moon well no you just stop there because we get her on for every new moon we've been in this for ages it's new moon day vassos that's why she's on Yep. To set out the intent, your intentions or suggestions for your intentions to do with your star sign and to do with the brand new moon, which is to, that's why we get on. We don't get on during the full moon because it'd be two weeks too late, you see. Yeah. You, yeah, you no, know no, this. No, no. Because you work on the show, right? You do work on the show. That's and, what I, she, and I know Kirsty yeah. and I know the whole new moon Does, thing. Doesn't sound like it, does it, listeners? <laughs> Sounds like he's a competition winner. He's been given a go on the radio and this is his first and last effort. So. Just to be clear, not full moon, new moon. Yeah. New moon. Okay. Like I said, let's She's edit our that moon. bit out. Kirsty <laughs> Gallagher's on later. She's our moon mentor and it's a brand new moon. That's all you have to say. All uh, right. <laughs> Aidan Turner's on the show later. Tell us about Aidan, please, Sinead. Well, he needs no introduction, does he? <laughs> Aidan Turner. No, so uh, obviously Paul Dagger actor. He's in this new uh, Amazon Prime uh, drama, 15 yes. Love. I've seen the first two episodes. Um, and he's a he's a bit creepy in it. It's his job to be creepy. Yeah, and he does a very good he job at being very, creepy. Very very good job. So um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the rest of that. Yeah, we're going to talk to him about, uh, of course, his new project, and also how come he's in such great shape. Tomorrow's show is going to be our fat special. Okay, so because it's our D Mob week this week, um, we're counting down to our Holly Bobs on Friday, and we're off for four weeks. So this week we're going to be more energetic than ever, more annoying than ever, mm-hmm. more positive than ever. Can you? be too positive well stay tuned this week to find out <laughs> and tomorrow we're gonna we're gonna have fun and fun facts all week and fun hacks and tomorrow we're gonna have a fat special um it's it's courtesy really of dr wrong and chatterjee because on his um last but two podcasts he has this guy on called dr lee and dr lee's written this book about about fat it's all you need to know about fat it's amazing it's it it describes food, names food and uh, protocols to do with food that can reduce your fat by eating food. (laughs) It's fat eating food, everyone. It's what you want to hear about. Also, the truth about your metabolic rate is incredible. There's nowhere to hide with your metabolism because 
people say, oh, you know, I have a very low metabolism. That's 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 why I have all these issues. And, you know, it's because it's because of my metabolism that I struggle. No, it's not. No, it's not. You have four stages of metabolic rate. The first stage between the age of zero and one years old, when your metabolism is through the roof, 50% more than it will ever be again naturally, naturally before you start messing about with it in your life. 50% above that, then from the age of two to 20, it settles that it begins to come from 50% above the norm to the norm, which is your adult metabolic rate, which you hit when you're 20. And then from 20 to 30, 30 to 40, 40 to 50, 50 to 60, your metabolic rate does not change. And even after 60, it only goes down by 17%. That's naturally you do change it, but it wouldn't change unless you started messing about with it. And there are loads of factors that are none of our faults to do with that. And that's on the show tomorrow. But we will touch more upon that today. Coming up next, the best sandwich I've ever had, like ever had. And we've talked about sandwiches a lot before. Three ingredients. Morning, Chris. Currently lying in bed, cuddling my daughter, Steph, before the school day starts. Been painting her bedroom all weekend and she should be back in her own bed tomorrow. Please, can we have a beep, Julia, in carefully? Yes, she can. Well painted. Lucy says, so excited to hear Aidan Turner on the show later. I love, love, love him, says Lucy. Calm down, Lucy. AJ says, our cinch of the weekend was getting back from our two-week family holiday in Langkawi. We're offering overflowing love, gratitude, happiness, and a massive amount of appreciation for our lives. Best of all, we can listen to the show in real time. Hakuna Matata, baby. All right, so he's come back. We're high-fiving him and his family, aren't we? Because we're going. So. Yeah. Okay, all the fun this week. It's our last week before our summer break. We're D-Mob happy, but all the fun, loads of fun facts and loads of summer hacks that we'll be useful for you over the next four weeks while we're not here. Patricia in Cambridge says, my cinch of the week was staying home all weekend with the family and watching Wimbledon complete with many glasses of anyone? Prosecco. Prosecco, no. Pims. Yes, is the right answer. Congratulations. <laughs> Beth from Cardiff, also drinking heavily. Uh, my weekend cinch was going home and catching up with my school pals over a few cold drinks. All right, cats out of the bag. I haven't had a drink for weeks. No, no, you haven't. For weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks, uh, including when I went on um, Saturday Kitchen, I had to pretend. If you, oh, watch it, you? if you watch it back, you can watch me pretending. Because I, I stopped drinking, thought, oh, no, Saturday Kitchen soon. Because that's one of those pre-excuses, before excuses, I'd say, oh, Kels, you can't not have a drink on Saturday yeah. Kitchen. And they had all these cocktails, they had this gin special. Yes. Watch it back, didn't have a drink. Four, five days later, it, it was time to go and visit your friend and our friend and uh, the show's friend now, Nick Grimshaw and Angela Harnett on Dish, another uh, catering you know, culinary podcast, again, with lots of wine. Didn't have a drink, just pretended. <laughs> and then, then it was the Rod Stewart down in disco. And Did, didn't, didn't have a drink. <gasps> and uh, something else happened. Goodwood over the weekend. Something else happened that was a big deal. Oh, Jose came in with that amazing sherry. Yeah. Didn't have a drink of that. Haven't had a drink for weeks and weeks and weeks. And I was going to leave it until it was like forever after the summer. But if it helps other people to think about things that might be good for them, I think it's my job to talk about it before the summer break. Anyway. There you go. That's me beginning to talk about it. Chris from Mac Logistics. My weekend cinch was the crazy Goodwood Festival of Speed. Well done, Chris. Well done with your company. With the adverse weather conditions, we were on high alert, pulling out valuable cars and helping McLaren protect their valuable assets. Yeah, McLaren had a great show at Goodwood. Their 60th anniversary. They had all Bruce McLaren's original cars. Current Formula One team were there. Oscar Piastri was there. Oscar Piastri looks like he's seven. Mm. I said, there was this, uh, there's this little kid sitting in um, one of Ayrton Senna's old McLarens. And I said to, to, to Noah, my son, I said, go and sit in it, go and sit in it. He said, I can't. I said, look, they're letting kids sit in it. He said, Dad, that's Oscar Piastri, the current Formula One driver. I, went, I said, it isn't. Yeah. I mean, I know what he looks like on the tent. I said, that can't be him. He said, no, no, Dad, that's him. And then 
Mark Webber, who's his manager, who I know, came up. He said, I said, what about Oski? He said, I oh, know he's a pup, isn't he? I said, I can't believe that's him. He was, he's, anyway, it was good. It was very good. Very, very good. Um, no, well done, everybody at um, Goodwood. Because they really, I mean, that's, to, can, to cancel one day of a festival is a big deal. And they had to do it because of the wind forecast. They didn't want to do it, but they had to do it. Because health and safety, people's lives more important than anything else. All right, my favourite sandwich ever. Your favourite sandwich ever. You're allowed three ingredients. Um... We could do it on the text. I know you love it when we do this. I don't know how interesting it is on the radio. Uh, but now I've mentioned this. The team of... Def, are you forecast... Is these, are these predictions or are these yours, your favourites? OK, so the team... I didn't ask them to do this. They've predicted what mine might be. I think this is prediction, prediction and projection. Mm. I think everybody's predicted what their favourite sandwich is. Uh, Ed, has, Ed has said mine would be something to do with fish fingers and, and ketchup and butter. Uh, three ingredients. See, now I've included the wrap or the bread with my three ingredients, so there's only two. People have gone for the three here. I'll allow you that. You can have whatever you wrap it in, whether it's bread or a, a bagel or um, some kind of, what else, a chapata or something yeah, like that. Like a, a, a crispy rice. Something slightly yeah. t toasted. Mm. You can have that for free if you like. Jane has said, I'm going for eggs, cress and butter. Jane, that's total projection. That's got to be yours. You don't like eggs? Tilly says pesto, tomato, mozzarella. Great. That's a, that's, mm. that's a great sandwich. Pesto does zhuzh a sandwich. That's potentially very mm. soggy, though, so that's got to be in a toasted something, I think. Um, Mira says cheese, hummus and marmite. Do you know, I've never had cheese and hummus. I wonder what that's like. I could try it, I suppose. Um, what about you, Vassos? What about your favourite three-ingredient sandwich? Let's do that, shall I we? have this two or three times a week. It's on that rye bread, that very, very, very thin toasted to within an inch of its life rye bread and then I put hummus that I make myself and then I slice some beetroot on it and then I put some broccoli seeds so if I'm allowed four like what, the oh. bread is one. Oh, bread is one you can, yeah. have bread. you can have bread for three mine isn't mine is two and the wrap but anyway hummus beetroot and then just the broccoli sprouts do you think mine's even more impressive then because it's only got two ingredients yeah. in the wrap mm. It's yes. the best sandwich I've ever had in my life. To be honest, I only put the broccoli sprouts on for health reasons. I don't, I don't really like them. So I'll, just, I'll take them take off. Take those off and you want yeah. to go for a two-ingredient Just hummus sandwich. and beetroot. See, that's potentially a very soggy sandwich as well, isn't it? It's on toast. It's on toast. Open sandwich on toast. All right. What about you, Sinead? Uh, Thick-cut ham. Thick-cut ham. Coleslaw, coleslaw and baby gem lettuce. Great combo. Mm. Do you chop your baby gem up or not? Uh, no. If it's crispy enough, it's all right. Yeah. If it's not crispy, it can be it can be a bit tuggy. Because you don't want one ingredient in your sandwich that when you tug on, the, the filling falls out mm. of your sandwich. Yeah. And you've yeah. got to reassemble your sandwich. Deconstructed sandwiches is one thing. I mean, people sell deconstructed mm. sandwiches. Uh, okay, that's all good. British Airways to bring back free tea and coffee, but not for everybody. This is a good story, but it could lead to some confusion. So they need to sort it out because they're trying to do the right thing. But be careful. British Airways is bringing back free cups of tea and coffee for economy customers on some of its short-haul flights this summer, six years after a cost-saving drive that acts the service. Some of its short-haul flights. Sean Doyle, Chief Exec of BA, well done. Sean, good morning. Sean announced the measure by telling staff, we want to surprise and delight customers. In a message first reported by the Sunday Times, what's more delightfully British than a cup of tea? So this is going to happen on some short-haul routes. Flights such as those to Cairo in Egypt or Amman in Jordan are typically four to five hours long, and it's those customers who will benefit from the summer offering. Here's the confusion. It's not really short-haul, and it's not long-haul. It's somewhere in the middle. Mm. So um, when people jump on the short-haul, they'll have read the Sunday Times, or they listen to the show going, I can't wait for our free cup of tea. Then they're not going to get one that they're going to complain. Sean, you need to sort this out. Uh, right tent, wrong desert at the moment. Yes. <laughs> it's... That's 
That's really not short haul, is it? Like five hours. Yeah, but well, let's not hang on a minute. Yeah. Let's not pile in. I mean, that's that. Let's just leave it there. Mm-hmm. Sean, great idea. Yeah. I would, I would start with the short haul flights, wouldn't you? Yeah. Unless it's some see, because straight away you start thinking, hang on a minute, do they make more money on the? Where do they make the least money on the? Where's the best headline that's going to cost them the least money? Oh, it's the mid. You don't want that. You don't want that story out there. I mean, I'm not saying that is the story, but anyway, Sean, sort it out, mate. Uh, well, well done. Almost. Almost well done. Almost. Almost well done there, Sean, from um, BA. Having a go. Hong Kongers urge to stare at smokers in a disapproving way to help create a tobacco-free city. So if you're going to Hong Kong, you need to practice your anti-smoking stare. Give us yours, Sinead. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's smoking if if you give them that. Nobody's doing anything. They're just going to stand still saying, what do you want me to do? Yeah. (laughs) People in Hong Kong should stare at smokers disapprovingly as part of efforts to create a tobacco-free city, the Territory's health minister has said. Because lots of people still smoke, apparently, in Hong Kong. Cigarettes can harm the health of all of us. No way! When the members of the public see people smoking in non-smoking areas, even if no law enforcement officers can show up immediately, we can stare at the smokers and stop them in their tracks. (laughs) Will it work? Stay tuned to find out. Twitter loses nearly half uh, advertising revenue since Elon Musk took over. Yeah, but it's coming back. It's all coming back. He's sorting it out. He knows how to turn around a tanker. Carlos Alcaraz defeats Novak Djokovic in five-set epic to win Wimbledon men's final. We'll talk about that again in a mo, I promise. And Burger King fans debate over sickening new Barbie pink burger. Everything is better in pink. Well, at least that's what Barbie fans think. The fast food chain shocked fans yesterday. Burger King, after debuting a limited-time Barbie-themed meal in Brazil to celebrate the movie's upcoming release. Don't know where it gets its pink from. Um, Don't know. Beetroot. Uh, Maybe beetroot, I suppose. Is it beetroot? I think it might be beetroot. Anyway, it does... I don't know. Does it... Does it look off-putting or not? Not really. I don't think it's that bad. It's, it's not right. terrible. Anyway, the point is we're all talking about Burger King and we're all talking about Barbie again, mm. which is, I think, the whole ethos of the exercise. And we've fallen into their PR trap. But it's fun, isn't it? Right, talking of sandwiches, best sandwich ever. All right, my best sandwich ever. Yours first. My ultimate sandwich is hot pastrami with mustard on rye. Boom, says Val. Val, great to hear back from you again. Uh, my ultimate sandwich, says Abby and Evesham is brown bread and butter, crunchy peanut butter and grated cheddar. I mean, you could say, couldn't you, just the one ingredient, Sani, is butter from the fridge on your favourite bread. Yeah. I mean, there's, that takes a lot of beating, especially if you're using salted butter. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. If, that, if that's it, I suppose that's the end. That, that might be better than the sandwich I've been banging on about since the start of the show. Stay tuned to find out. Maria from Doncaster, mature cheddar, slightly um, sliced, definitely not grated. Tomato, not from the fridge. And mayo, simply but the best. Uh, simple but the best. And even better on a seeded wholemeal bread. Lots of bread is bad for you. Some bread is good for you. More about that tomorrow in our fat special. Anthony and Spalding. Top side of beef, horseradish and sliced toms in chipata. Part bait roll. We always get loads of texts for best sandwich ever. Um, we get You melt the text messaging machine about this. You love it. Anything to do with food or drink. And we melt, you melt the text message machine. And usually the person taking those texts this morning is telling. Andrew in Great Heck. He doesn't want to live in Great Heck. Is there a flipping heck? (laughs) Is there there a what the heck? No, you could live in a heck. Any more hecks anywhere? Because usually if there's a Great Heck, there's a little heck, isn't there? Yeah, well, that's definitely the case with the Shelfords. Because there's Great Budworth, there's Little Budworth. There's Mm -hmm. a Great Orm and there's a Little Orm on the Clandidno Peninsula. What's your place? A great Shelford and Little Shelford. Yeah, often. Yeah, great bad. And you get your middles, don't you? Mm. Yeah, your middle wallops. 
Do you? Yeah, the wallops, you get middle mm. wallop. Upper but wallop and lower wallop. Oh, yeah, you don't get great and little. Mm. You get upper and lower and middle. <laughs> that was a slow day at the office, yeah. wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. There is Little Heck. You can live in Little Heck. Why have we never heard of Little Heck and Great Heck before? What the heck? Um, anyway, Andrew from Great Heck says, keep it simple with homemade chimchurri and chicken and sourdough bread. Sounds good, ma'am. Caroline Gladdy. Gladdy as well as a heck. Gladdy heck. <laughs> the best combo has to be sandwich spread and salt and vinegar crisps. Well, you're not allowed crisps. You're not allowed crisps because, of course, crisp sandwiches trump everything. Then it's no longer a game. It's over. It's like, you know... This, the, the, I don't know, the secret to uh, the pyramids. Watch the pyramid documentary over the weekend. We really do have no idea how the pyramids were made. Mm. And every documentary confirms that. And it's like, well, what's the point of watching it then? Because it's astounding how mm. we can't figure this out. Don't start me on the pyramids. The latest pyramid revelation that I watched, I, I learned, gleaned from this documentary at the weekend was obviously each of these bricks. What's the heaviest brick, Vassos? You know that one. The heaviest tablet, the stone tablet. Um, no, well, what I know is that the the, the the Burj Khalifa, the biggest building in the in the, yes, in yes, the world, yes. is five hundred thousand tons heavy. Yes, and the Great Pyramid of Giza is five point seven million tons heavy. I think there are individual <laughs> stone sections that are five hundred tons each. I mean, ridiculous. Maybe even more than that. And we don't. And there's some of the ones right up on the top of the pyramid. The pyramids are like mountains, and nobody knows how these were made. The new stuff I found out over the weekend, which just confirms yeah. all the fact that we don't know how this, these... We will never know how the pyramids were made, ever. It is beyond our comprehension. Same brain, different era, different, different sort of... Uh, different multi-generation of the same species. We have no idea because they started thinking intellectually and sophisticatedly one way and we've gone the other way. I do seriously believe that if whoever did design the pyramids came here today, they wouldn't be able to figure out how we get to the moon. Um, even though they're equally clearly as intelligent as us because we've just started off, we've turned left and they turned right. And I don't think you can ever come back from that. But my new pyramid um, yeah. confounding information is the base. So the base, the base that these, the pyramids are built on goes hundreds of feet down and they laid stone down there too. Otherwise, the pyramids would, of course, sink. So the stone bases are actually more unfathomable than the pyramids. And the stone bases are so perfectly laid that at points that the, first of all, the, the way they're cut, because they have to be cut, how do they cut them? Yeah. They're cut perfectly square or, you know, the, mm. the edge is perfectly, um, it's, it's perfectly straight. The rectangles are rectangles. They're not rhomboids. They're perfectly rectangular. And they are laid with paper-thin gaps, perfect equal paper-thin gaps between blocks of stone that are hundreds and hundreds of tonnes in weight. And that's for the base. But they are amazing. They are amazing. I mean, the fact that they, they point to the coordinates before we had coordinates. Yeah. The, 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 um, the speed of light is the same number as... The coordinates of the pyramids. Right. I mean, is that that can't be because it's like it's nine <laughs> or ten numbers long. That can't be a coincidence. I know. And they point north, south, east, west. We didn't have that then. Yeah, we didn't have that then. All right, <laughs> I'm going to talk about the tennis, and I promise, I promise. Otherwise, I'll leave forever. Yeah. I promise. In the next link, my favorite, best sandwich, not favorite, best sandwich, best sandwich ever. Coming up. What about those pyramids? I could watch documentaries about them. Yeah. We haven't. We don't have the first idea how they did what they did. Isn't that amazing? It's incredible. I, I find it really life-affirming, actually. Do you know what I mean? Me too. 
I find it really reassuring that we don't know and some other people did know mm. and they had their time and we're having our time and no one time is better than the other. It's just really interesting, isn't it? It's, we, it's just life, human beings, the universe, so interesting. Ignore it, not at your peril, but at your most joylessness. It's not just me with the pyramids. If you really struggle to sleep at night or you're just struggling one night, just think about the pyramids, okay? And you will realize that your place in the universe, which is not insignificant, it's as in, you know, it's as significant as anything else, any other particle, because every, forget the butterfly effect. What about the subatomic effect? Everything changes everything, right? So it doesn't mean that you're insignificant. It just will reach you. It's like it's all right. There's a big, there's bigger stuff going on here, and as long as I just tow my, tow my weight, then I'll be fine. It's all going to be fine. Um, back to the hex quickly in Yorkshire. They are Andrew in Great Hex says yes. There is a little hex. There is a great hex, and also there's a hex, and they're all <laughs> in Selby in Yorkshire. Selby's been keeping the hex very quiet. Yeah. So the, it's not what the heck, it's where the heck. Where the heck? So somebody says, where the heck? You go, oh, no, no. By the way, I can tell you where the heck. And it's not just the heck, it's the heck, sir. And it's not just two, it's three. And they're in Selby, near Selby. Are they in Selby? Okay. Who gives a heck? Let me tell you, Selby gives a heck. Okay. I heard a lovely thing about living in Yorkshire. All right. Um, never ask somebody where they live. Mm -hmm. Because if they live in Yorkshire, they'll tell you. And if they don't you'll only make them jealous. <laughs> oh, that's nice, isn't it? That's nice. like that. All right, best sandwich ever. Here we go. You ready? Yeah, yes, come on. Yes. Finally. Three ingredients. Ingredient. Should we have a drum roll for this? Is it worth I think it's worth it. I definitely. It. Best sandwich ever. Here we go. Best sandwich ever. And it's not, you know, I'm not having a row with you lot about your sandwiches, about your predictions for my sandwich. Best sandwich ever. Ingredient number one. Cellophane! Ha-ha! <laughs> cellophane? Yes! Okay. Yum. <laughs> Ingredient number two. Volterol anti-inflammatory rub. <laughs> Ingredient number three. And this is the clincher. cream thank you very much indeed thank you best sandwich ever ever literally best sandwich ever literally what are you talking about okay so what happens you know my right ankle has been gammy since yes. the london marathon okay so um rachel who's my genius physio she says look we've been doing all this work um but now because you've been um a uh, good boy you've been a well-behaved soldier and your ankle is very very much back on the mend to the extent you can run on it again but you can still feel it and I say, yes, I can still feel the pain. It's the same kind of pain, but it's like it's a one, but it's still there. It's not going anywhere. She said, but because of all the strength work we've done, strength and conditioning, the scaffolding around it is stronger. Can you feel that? I said, yeah, I can feel that, which makes me less nervous about running on it. She said, okay, well, we could have done this week one, but you're not allowed it on week one, but you're going on your holidays and you're going to try surfing and you're going to be skateboarding and all that kind of stuff when you're away for four weeks. So now we're going to give you the miracle. It is the anti-inflammatory sandwich. So what happens is if you have somewhere that's inflamed on your body to do with tendons, not to do with bones, but to do with tendons or muscles, and it is constant and it's been nagging away, here's what you do. You get an equal measure of Volterol 
in something, whether it's a mug or something, you can mix it in. A little wooden spatula or a spoon, as long as you clean it afterwards. Equal measure of Voltarol and hemorrhoid cream. And you, you mix it up and then you rub it in. To, for me, it's the ankle. Just before you go to bed and then you wrap it in cling film and you wake up the next day and you can't feel a thing. And it's the best sandwich ever. That's amazing. You're welcome. So good, I almost want to eat it. Currently not available at Subway. (laughs) When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The Graham Norton Radio Show. How exciting is this? With Waitrose. Over on Virgin Radio. Up and Adam, come on, things to do. Don't cheer, you'll just embarrass yourselves. We're not bored of it yet, so it's lovely. There's no stopping them. No stopping them. The Graham Norton Radio Show. Oh, there's nothing nicer, is there? Nothing nicer. With Waitrose. Food to feel good about. I mean, what's not to like? Saturday and Sunday from 9.30. Over on Virgin Radio. Okay, coming up, Aidan Turner. Tell me about Aidan Turner, please, if you don't mind, Sinead. Aidan Turner, well, he's in this new Amazon Prime um, video, 15 Love. And he's he's soon going to be in the studio. I know. He plays a tennis coach. Yes, he does. Um, Bit of a creepy one, though. Bit of a creepy one. Very creepy one. Yes. So so it's, it's not quite pole dark. No, it's not. But it's still Aidan Turner. <laughs> it's still Aidan Turner. Um, and, and he'll be in. He'll be in. He'll be in in one hour from now-ish. Also on the show, Kirsty Gallagher. Tell me about Kirsty Gallagher, please, Vassos. We love Kirsty Gallagher because she is positive and um, lovely, but we also love her yoga. And if you shoot for the moon, you get our next guest thrown in. She's the best-selling author and lunar luminary who's here to prepare us for tonight's new moon. And we're always thirsty for the star-bursty Kirsty Gallagher. Yeah! Good morning, Kirsty. Hello, Kirsty. Your introductions get better and better every time they come on. When they finally arrive. All right, the jury was out for a second there. So over the weekend, you double festivaled, Kirsty. I did, I did. I did Community with our friend Russell Brand and then Happy Place with our friend Fern. It was it was incredible. So much fun. And okay. then I get you today. What kind of uh, things did you get up to over the weekend? Oh, I did a big um, ritual intention setting at Community on Saturday morning, which was incredible. And we intended good weather. We brought the sun out just for my session. And then Wim Hof came on. And it was torrential, but everyone <laughs> just danced in the rain. I saw the videos. It looked oh, am- it looked amazing. It was amazing. It really, <laughs> really was. It was it was beautiful. And then um, Ferns Festival yesterday, I did a little astrology, Lunar Living Workshop, signed some books, went some beautiful talks. It's just been a magical weekend. All right. And, of course, you are at Carfest with us, as always, our moon mentor, Kirsty Gallagher. Um, We'll be in the house. We can't keep her away. KirstyGallagher.com is where you need to go to find out more, Kirsty, and at Kirsty underscore Gallagher underscore on Instagram. Right, it's a brand new moon. Tell us about her, please, if you don't mind. Oh, so tonight at 7.30pm tonight, UK time, we get a cancer new moon. Now, the moon rules cancer. So when the moon is at home in her sign, it's an even more powerful new moon. 
this is a new moon that's really calling us home to ourselves. And this new moon's got an extra superpower because we have what's called the lunar nodes and they're known as the nodes of destiny or the nodes of fate. They change signs a couple of hours after this new moon, which is taking us into a new collective destiny for the next 18 months. And so as a collective, these lunar nodes, the North Node is gonna be in Aries, which is gonna ask each one of us to begin to really trailblaze our way forward, to begin to create the life we want for ourselves, to begin to find the courage to be all of who we are. And the new moon in Cancer is gonna help that because it's gonna bring us home to ourselves. It's gonna take us a little bit into our emotions. Our emotions are often signposts for where we're out of alignment in our lives. So the best thing you can do for yourself tonight is to sit with yourself under the new moon, even if it's just for two, three minutes, and just check in with how at home do I feel in myself? And this moon wants to get you, to help you to know yourself, trust yourself, believe in yourself, so that you can then follow that North Node energy with where it wants to take you. Because every single one of us has got a part to play in where the world goes next. We're all here for a unique reason. And what that North Node wants is for you to be authentically you. Because that's all the world needs, is you to just be more you. And so this Cancer Moon is going to help you to come home to you, to really love and own and embrace you, so that you can bring what you're here to bring to the world. Kirsty, I love it. What the world needs now is love, more love, and you to be more you. How is the Moon Lodge? Beautiful. I go, I, I've, I've said to you the other day, there's a beautiful um, forest here. I go for a walk and I cry every day. <laughs> if people see me on that walk, the, the sounds, the smells, the nature, the, yeah. oh, it's pure joy, pure joy. Uh, okay, Kirsty, I'll see you later today if that's all right. Yeah, absolutely, can't wait. All right, lots of love. Happy um, moon. <laughs> happy moon. Happy brand new moon today. I'm going to listen back to that because I didn't take it in because I was focusing on the rest of the show, but I... I'll ask her about it later when I see her. Uh, that's uh, Kirsty live from the Moon Lodge, and she will be at Carfest, carfest.org. People love Kirsty Gallagher, at Kirsty Gallagher, at Kirsty underscore Gallagher underscore, rather, on Instagram. Great, great content. Uh, right, big intro, please, if you don't mind, Vassal. He's just starred on stage in Lemons, 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 but he never, 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 never goes sour. His latest six-part drama, 15 Love, drops on Amazon Prime Video this Friday, so please welcome a man hotter than a Bunsen burner. It's Aidan Turner. Good morning, officially. Aidan, <laughs> welcome to the show. Thank you very much. How are you? I'm really good. Did really you watch good. the tennis yesterday? I did. How good was it? Mind-blowing, I think. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. You a big that, tennis fan? I'm a, I'm a tennis fan, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not huge. I've met so many people recently who are massive uh, tennis fans, but yeah, I'm up there. For sure. Yeah, I said at the start of this woman, I said, I don't, I don't love tennis, but I do like tennis. Yesterday, I was totally head over heels with tennis. That final was off the chain. Once it draws it? you in, you're, yeah, you're, you're stuck in there. Yeah, that final set as well was just so exhilarating. All right, so 15 Love, it is about tennis, but it's about so much more. Yeah. You're better at framing this than me. You've done other interviews about it. Well, you are incrementally getting better with all the interviews. <laughs> so off you go, fill your boots. What is it about? Um, okay, well, we follow the story of uh, a young woman uh, played by Ella Highland, uh, a brilliant Irish actor, who uh, is going through the ranks of, of professional tennis and it's about her relationship with her coach and the abuses of power that exist inside that relationship right so her coach is glenn 
Coaches Glenn, I play Glenn. Right. Um, Now, we've all seen... How many episodes have you seen? Various episodes. I did the sneaky (laughs) for the sake of the interview. I watched the first and the last, which sometimes helps. sandwich viewing. Yeah. You watched the first and the second, didn't you, Sinead? Same for you, Vassos. I'm one and two as well. All right. So we've got our various takes on your character. Okay. Okay. This is going to be interesting. Can you tell us um, what what characteristics he has and how you decided to go about putting those on screen? Yeah, interesting. I think he is... uh... A very charismatic person. I think he's fundamentally he's a, he's he's a very good coach. I think he's a great tennis player. He was a very successful player himself. I think he runs a great school and great programs. Um, I think he's affable and I think he's very approachable. Um, I think he's all of those things. You know, I think he's 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 the kind of guy that you would want to hang out with and you would want your kid to go and play tennis with and and be coached by. Um, I yeah, I th- I think he's um, I think he's an interesting person, but he's also I think there's many sides to Glenn that we see. I mean, having seen episode one and six, you probably saw a lot of different sides. I think he has different masks for different people and different personas for different people um, that can make him um, at times, uh, uh, I suppose, a very confusing and possibly sometimes even a dangerous person to be around. Yeah, and it's about the nuanced story or stories that, mm. that we wake up to in the world every day, isn't it? Yeah. And it's what we think about things at various points within that story, which is why there, there are these six compelling episodes. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's interesting. I mean, there, there is something called, um, well, the Sexual Offences Act. And, and last year there was a loophole that's been sealed up, but it's where, you know, people... Uh, uh, people of trust uh, cannot have relationships with the people they care for. So, you know, doctors or carers or teachers, if if they care for somebody who's 16 or 17, they cannot have a relationship with them. And these safeguards are in place for that purpose. But there was a loophole where coaches could um, could have a relationship with, with, with younger people. And thankfully, that's been uh, that's part of it has been solved. But our, our story focuses on just before that piece of legislation came in. Um, so, yeah, it was a very different world. And is it is it a generally true story? Is it is it a sort of an algorithm of anecdotes? It's not based on a true story. Uh, it's not specific to tennis. I think Hanny Elkington, who wrote our story, uh, focused on tennis. I think it could have been many sports, but I think t- because tennis is an individual sport, it's not a team sport. I think it led itself uh, to to our story a little bit more. I mean, when we were shooting this ten- uh, uh, TV show, we went to a lot of different tennis uh, campuses and and. Um, centers and it was something that struck me the first time we went to to a couple of these places where they just feel they're so big and they're so vacuous and you would see a couple of coaches around coaching younger players and um and you would just I could imagine very quickly how you know in the wrong hands you know with with a tennis coach who has um ulterior motives I suppose uh, um it, it could it could be a very tricky situation you know you can just go missing in these campuses a lot easier than you would in a, in a soccer camp or somewhere else it just seems like when you have younger players with older people and you can sort of disappear into these facilities these um some some untoward and and, and so are people doing this job for the right reasons or the wrong reasons well I think so and I think you know getting back to Glenn as well like I don't I don't think you know he's he's in this position because he wants to <clears throat> have a relationship with with players I think it was just a cause of of him being a coach. So I think it's a, it's a very grey area. And I, and I think for what it's worth, I think, you know, the relationship that existed between um, these two characters in our show, um, I, I think it felt very real for both of them. And in the greyness, therefore, lies the intrigue. I think so, yeah. Okay, so Ella's character, 
We meet her at the French Open? We meet her at the French Open, yeah. How much do you want to say about this? I I'm already said too much about everything. <laughs> I'm in my head, I can hear all of my producers going, what are you saying? Yeah, I don't think you can overtrail it. I, I really I don't. Just, I just really had to do press for the show and not give away too much. Um, and I'm very bad at doing that. As you know, the best of times, anytime I've been in here, I've probably always said too much. But it, it's definitely one. I watched the first episode for the first time. I haven't seen any of it. And I watched the first episode only last week at, at one of our screenings. And... Um, I've never been prouder of anything I've been in, and I think when you watch the first episodes, you really want to, you really yeah, want to figure out what you. this is all good about. Good for you and good for the team as well. Yeah, um, we've got to talk about CGI. How do you get somebody to be in the French Open uh, uh, on the centre court, Roland Garros, when they weren't? Yeah, how does that work? Well, because um, <laughs> you can't spot the join at all. You can't spot the join at all. Uh, well, that's really great to hear. I mean, there was a lot of the players. I, I went through a little bit of it, but there was like a tennis boot camp. Um, it's kind of thing that existed for like six weeks before I joined the production. So, uh, so these these younger tennis players were playing a lot of tennis, so they got really good. Um, so there's that. We also used, and again, I don't know if I should say this, but I, but I want to, so I'm going to say it. <laughs> <Come> anyway. <on. laughs> you mentioned CG. We really like you coming on the show. They're not going to let you come on anymore. Oh, no, I know they're not. No, this this has been a complete disaster already. And it's what is it? It's, we've got 50 minutes left. Um, there was uh, so you mentioned CGI, but something that we did do um, in the show was we used. CGI tennis balls in all of those rallies you see. I could see. do with some of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I could for my game too. Um, but that's so. Yeah, we, we were just we were playing, but without tennis balls. So they they uh, they introduced them later on with the aid of computer generated <laughs> Imaginary images. Imaginary tennis. So you can be really good quite quickly, but once you get this the the, the physicality down, it it can look seamless. Yeah. Yeah. So your serve was pretty good yeah, in the second on, episode. Yeah, before we get to that, before we get, let's, let's oh, no, 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 that that's, sounds pretty good. What was that? <laughs> no, 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 let's get to, onto the fun stuff in a minute. I've got to talk about Ellis' character because it's really important. Yeah. Um, I promise you we'll have fun with this. Uh, but Justine Pierce, so tell us, so the, we first see Justine yeah. at Roland Garros. Mm -hmm. She's in the final. She is in, um, I believe, this the semi-finals. Semi Possibly in the quarterfinals, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty much it's the late stages, there, isn't yeah. it? The, yeah. You know, the full house, yeah. centre court, Roland Garros, here yeah. we go. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, 10 or 15 minutes later, we see her four or five years later. That's right. Uh, so just tell us a little bit about that without giving too much away. Okay, well, um, there was something happened uh, at the late stages of that uh, Roland Garros tournament. Um, she sustained an injury. Uh, that meant that she couldn't play tennis uh, for a long time, was due to get back on the courts, I suppose, inside six months or 12 months or whenever the the, the injury was, was going to heal, and she didn't. Um, and those reasons we, we explore. Uh, my character comes back from spending time in Florida uh, at a training facility over there. He comes back and he comes back to join this tennis academy where um, Justine is now working. Uh, so they meet up again many years later and... Uh, and then we, then we, the story picks and up. And then we start, yeah, yeah. Okay, the story and, picks and up. then it's a, it's a sort of fast forward, rewind, fast forward, uh, rewind. There's a bit in of the that. moment. Yeah. It's, it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I, th I think it's, I, I think the drama really, really carries us right through all of the episodes. I think Hanya's done an amazing job. It, it feels tense and, and, um, energetic and very dramatic yeah. yeah and the highs and the lows and the so close and so far as well as as the main narrative yes there's all that going on and yeah and it's the burden of proof like who, who do you believe with no evidence like who, who carries this burden of proof and, and who do we believe and it's something I love as an audience too when I watch shows to kind of when you're sitting down to watch with somebody you're kind of thinking like who do you believe and why do you believe them you, you disagree with the person you're watching with and you're trying to follow the truth um, and through these characters lot, don't you, and so. you do you project a lot of it too and, and some people see things and other people don't yeah. and I always find that really we interesting we were talking to, uh, to Jason Sadiq is about Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah. And he says that he and his fellow writers, they left big gaps for you to project 
all of what you thought. So, so like the end of one show would end, and obviously dramatic. You're at the beginning of something dramatic, and you think, okay, am I right? Am I wrong? I need to tune in next week to find out. And they just moved on. I love that. They just leave. Yeah. They, they don't. They, you, if you, whatever you thought happened. They and leave they, it with you. Oh, it's so cool. It's what great. A, it's a good trick, isn't it's it? It's satisfying as an audience. I think we want that. And we don't talk about it enough of how much we want to figure stuff out ourselves. We are spoon-fed so much yeah. and we're so used to that that when you're given an opportunity to fill in those gaps, that we, I think we really want to do that. Yeah, yeah. it's like when a Coen Brothers film ends, it just ends and you go, right, well, what happened next? Well, you, I want to know what happened next. Well, yeah. figure it out. That's right. Well, what if I'm wrong? You can't be wrong. It's what you think exactly. is wrong. And you can listen to other people and what they have, have decided and stuff. It's fun. All right, 15 Love, all episodes available to watch on Prime Video from Friday, July the 21st. Aidan Turner is on Talking About It. He stars in it along with many, many other people, especially newcomer Ella Highland, who is new to a, a starring role like this. Yeah, yeah, really new. Yeah, she's brilliant. Um, like, really great. I was, We were just talking briefly before. Uh, she's one of these actors that you work with and you just, you know, I've, I've done a little bit and I work with somebody who hasn't done an awful lot and she's about to blow up and be a huge star, no doubt. But you just think, like, where? Did, how did you... How did you get this? How did you do, how did you get this good so quickly? How? Tell me. Please tell me how you did it. I don't so get annoying. it. Don't understand it. It's it's so annoying, annoying. And, and brilliant. Yeah. Well done. So 15 Love, all episodes available to watch on Prime Video from this Friday, 21st of July. Okay. You do play tennis in it. I do. Um, you seem to be quite good. I'm okay. Um, off, now, Vassos used to commentate on tennis oh, for years. Is that yeah. right? So if you were looking at Aidan's sir, Which I did. <gasps> I look. I, I thought, right, okay, Aiden, let's see you play tennis. It was a, it was that <laughs> night, what you got. that night game in episode two, yeah, and I thought, yeah. here we, here we actually go, because I, I actually had been thinking, yeah, he's a coach, but he hasn't played tennis yet, so that's that's fine. Obviously, you go through the whole, you know, the whole yeah. thing and not play tennis. That you don't have to, but then you did play tennis, and I thought, let's see how his tennis is. Real tennis balls too, not even CGI for that scene. And I, really <laughs> that's good. Not true. That's and then oh, right his the, tennis balls do all their own stunts. And then right at the start. <laughs> Right at the start, you said, yeah, I, I'm all right with tennis. I quite like tennis. But then I, I looked at you play tennis, and I thought, hang on, he, he must play tennis loads yeah. to, to, even, yeah. to even pretend to play tennis yeah. like that. You've mostly played That's tennis. That's a huge compliment, isn't it? How, it was, when yeah. did you first start playing tennis? That makes me feel really good. Um, <laughs> um, uh, but three months ago. No! So, uh, no, 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 no. I've been playing for a while. I played badminton for my school, so I'm familiar with racket sports, I suppose, even though there's not a very clear correlation between those two. Um... I, I don't know, a few years. I mean, I've always, it's always been a thing, hasn't it? I don't know. You just, you play when you're on holidays and then you pick it up for a while. You play when Wimbledon's on and that's when you don't, on that's and that. you don't play. Yeah, I played a little bit, but that's really encouraging what you said. I think I need to buy a new racket and get yeah. some more lessons. I mean, in the show, you play with the old wooden rackets, don't you? In the show, no, no, I did a, 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 a shoot for I don't know who it was recently where the, I was holding a, an no, old racket. Th don't maybe. you in the, at the nighttime game at the party? Don't you play with wooden rackets? I don't think so. Do I? Th I? No, I, I don't think it is. No, that's in episode two. I haven't seen episode two. There's another know. scene in the party there might where you be. play late at night. Do I do something like that? I don't know. Maybe. I, don't, I haven't seen it. Maybe. I'm, maybe I'm I was just wishing you get maybe. maybe that was my projection. Maybe it's your projection. What they used to do with those small tennis rackets? Though, Unbelievable. With that, that what was the fastest spot? serve at one of those? I wonder. What are we know. talking about? I don't know. 130 odd now? Yeah. Record speed? 100, no, uh, Andy Roddick, I think it's 146, 147. It's insane. Yeah, but he doesn't play much anymore because his shoulder's <laughs> giving him all the grief. <laughs> well, yeah, and he's also in his mid to late 40s. Yeah, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Knowledge, look, <laughs> he's getting all spiky. A-Rod. They called him A-Rod. All right, all right. Shinny, over to you for a question. Off you go. Oh, I mean, I've actually asked all my questions I want to ask well, you before. Can I? Can I? Can I? <laughs> but I think for audience, um, yes. when they do watch it, I was wondering whether you developed this voice to sound a little bit. I did. You, you know, it, I just remembered too. 
I don't know why I've heard it differently now because there's more silence and we're on air. But um, I did. I, 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 it's rare that I that I do this, but I um, I, I, I sort of made a template. I templated this character on somebody, right? Um, which I don't usually do. Somebody who's a bit oily. Um, yeah. And I, I would like. I can tell you off the air. Uh, <laughs> So much going on yeah, off so the air. You know, but <laughs> this chat, we've seen the shirt. <laughs> well, well, for context, because you've got an English accent yeah. in this, and it's just there's something uh, it really, really struck me, and it's obviously all credit to yeah. being a brilliant actor. Well done. Well done. It's, oh, um, cheers. It's just it, there's something about it that's there's just a like tone, isn't there? Yeah, because I got it from this guy. And I was like, I want to get that resonance, and somebody who's like who has been a public school boy but doesn't wants to shake that off afterwards, but still has the the resonance of that that tenacity that that can have sometimes, um, but tonally was like this so I, I sort of I tried to get my voice to sound like this guy who's who's in sport and that's all I'm going to say and uh, <laughs> yeah so it's, I'm glad to hear that it's it hit the mark it's I don't want okay. to be don't, don't bite don't bite Vassos don't bite us I'll tell you later. how I'm going to write it down and see um, if I'm right Sinead's Irish well, with the name like that. Yeah, and she didn't know that you were Irish. I don't know why. I, she I couldn't tell from your accent, so that's pretty good. Isn't that's it? encouraging it's, it's, too. I, I, yeah, I don't know why I didn't know you were Irish. It's like, right. Well, a lot of work Irish I do people know each other. over here, um, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't have an Irish accent, yeah. Most of the work, yeah, yeah. isn't it? With this one I'm doing now, I do have an Irish accent. Okay. Play right. a, a, a character called Declan O'Hara. He's, nice. Yeah, he's, he didn't sound Irish. No, he doesn't, does he? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think, I think the voice is it's something that people will, will notice, oh, and I think it's brilliant. Good, yeah. thank you. Yeah. And I love your co-star. She is just... She's... Talk about the last thing we Googled. I was Googling her last night, thinking, who is this? Yeah, Absolutely. You feel like she's going to When he gets married, and he's in his idyll, um, and he thinks everything's all right, and it may or may not be, you yeah, have to yeah, watch the show. Yeah, yeah. That house is quite nice. It's a lovely Where's house, that isn't one? it? Yeah. My first question was, how much is this house? I, mean, I started Googling to see when it was for sale, only a couple of years. A lot less than you would think. Where is it? Oh, where were we where, for that? Hey, when did you make this show? We made this show last summer. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, last summer. Yeah, middle of last summer. Um, we're the microwave of entertainment, aren't we? We're just poppity ping on radio. <laughs> it's up, um, oh, I don't know. I think we were up towards... Swindon or well, somewhere. Well, it's I don't a stunner, know. isn't it? It's a gorgeous house, yeah. And um, really did cool. you have? Did you? Because you were around tennis a lot and tennis mm. sports. Did you downtime? Because there's a lot hanging around, isn't it? It's there's a bit of way. hanging around, yeah. Did you? Did you? We could. We we could do that sometimes. I mean, sometimes we we've taken over places that weren't that aren't really tennis courts or lawns. So right. you, and then they don't want you playing on them and ruining them between takes and stuff. So you can mess around a little bit until you're told off. Do you have um, any um, conduct fines like um, Djokovic um, yesterday? Anybody? No, no fine. Losing it on court? No, none of that. Sometimes we're, we're talking about introducing a swear jar in work at the moment because there's too much swearing going on. Maybe it's the Irish thing or something, but I, I think, and I swear a lot in the show. So that was mentioned the other day, and I think, I think that's probably a thing we could do. I think I do swear too much. I'm surprised that I've never done, I don't think I've ever done it on radio, and I don't know why. I always get nervous before I do these. Cause it's I like swearing in front of your mum. It, it just won't it? happen. There's yeah. some switch somewhere. Is some people actually, don't have it, which is, I found hilarious. Is there literally, though, some switch that if somebody said something, you could do a thing? A dump, it's called a dump switch. That's right. Yeah, some people think the dump switch is for something else. But it's not. <laughs> um, well, this is all good, isn't it? So you say now, you have said in interviews, because I've read them in The Independent recently and right. The Guardian recently in yeah. preparation for the interview. Um, you have said that you now want to do projects that you would like to watch. Is yeah. that how you pick them? Yeah, I think it's it's kind of how I pick them now. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, 
and it's just more fulfilling I suppose and it's you know at the best of times kind of hard to get up in the morning and to go and do a job that you really want to do yeah. helps an awful lot so that is the that's the sort of the outline of things okay. now okay what I would suppose. you like to watch next then oh what, what would I like to watch next we we haven't we've just we've just finished watching Succession we're nearly finished watching the show uh, The Bear um, I need you some like recommendations bear. really like it yeah it's a really good show um, I don't know have what's, you seen The Bear what's no, on the list yeah. no. tell them about The Bear the Bear's really good. Uh, it's a sort of kitchen uh, uh, drama. Uh, don't know if it's real or not in the beginning. Don't know if it's real or not. A lot of handheld, brilliant brilliant performances. Honestly, off the chain. Yeah, new actors that I haven't seen or heard from before. Yeah, it's, it's new, new kind of telly as well. New kind of telly too. punk, isn't it? It does. It feels raw and real and, and exciting. Yeah, I like Fancy it. a bit of that? I love a bit of that. <laughs> if anybody's listening, I'd love a bit of that. Um, is it called Shrinking? What's it called? The Brain uh, Shrinking, yeah. Shrinking. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. And what's the guy from the Muppet movie? That guy from the Muppet movie. Yeah, what's I know who you mean. He was in How I Met Jason Your Mother. Siegel. Jason Siegel. Jason yeah. Do you like him? Do you know him? I love him. He's great. Yeah. 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 And have you seen the Arnie documentary on Netflix? No, but everyone's talking about the Arnie documentary. It's amazing. Yeah, I mean, Pumping Iron is something I've seen many times before. Yeah. But this is quite different. No, it's very different, but it doesn't matter. It's all good. It's all good yeah. news, isn't it? Love Arnie. Okay, and so what is a day like working for Disney next? Well, this is a, this is more civilised. Um, there's about a dozen of us, if not more, sharing the, the sort of core cast, sharing the lead, um, which is great because it means you're not in every single scene or every single day, so you can yeah. be a human a little bit and be a dad or whatever. <laughs> so you want to be outside of work. Like, do things like this. This is Monday morning and I'm here and I'm going to jump in a car and head to work and do one scene later and then go back to... What's the scene? What's today's scene? Oh, well, yeah. I'm drunk. I'm really drunk. Are My you? character is drunk in the scene and he's, he's mowing... In the pub or at home or He's mowing the lawn. Mowing the lawn drunk? Yeah, yeah. He's drunk. He, he's mowing the lawn. His friends come over for some sort of intervention. Is it serious? Oh, serious. Um, well, kind of, no. Sort of. I is don't it know. humorous? Yeah, it's humorous. As much as alcoholism can be. But yeah, it's... it's, no, it's, yeah. it's dark humor. Of course it is. It's, it's, it's dark humor and everything. It's pretty dark, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, but fun too, I suppose. But that's what I'm doing later, so... So you're going to be drunk this afternoon? Well, this is the thing. It's the last scene of the day, so I can't do it. I think I have maybe two or three lines, so so maybe I could... Maybe I could have a little drink. I don't know. Maybe there's a, <laughs> would, there's you a world. would you do would that? Would you do I've never done it because I don't know whether it would help, but I'm not opposed to it. I mean, I don't want to get anyone into trouble, but I think if you can handle yourself, <laughs> maybe a couple of shots of something would be fine. Aiden's, Aiden's holding a lot, lot looser nowadays. I like this. I've always liked Aiden anyway. I like this Aiden even more. Yeah, the wheels have come off a little bit. Yeah. Can I can I thank you for coming in to see us? Oh, cheers! Thank you for having you me. This you is fun. You don't have to do all this stuff, and you can you can pick and choose, mate. And I'm really glad that you. No, come I in love to see coming us. here, and we've we've been talking for years now, and it's it's a lot of fun. I, I really appreciate you having me on. Well, this is a great piece of work, Aiden. Thanks so much. From you and the team, fifteen love. All episodes available to watch on Prime Video from this Friday, July twenty first. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.